All men are created equal, but they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Fight, liberty, and the If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make America great again. The Big Mig. Welcome back to The Big Mig Show. I am your host, Lance Miliacho, as always, with my co-host, George Ballantine, grinding away, doing the production, doing all the hard work. He says that I get all the glamour and he gets all the hard work. I don't know if that's true or if it's just him, him complaining. I'm never sure. George, what do you think? Is that true or not? You're always complaining, Lance. I don't want to throw you under the bus, but if you want me to, I'd be more hey, than happy I'm always to. trying to perfect. You always have to perfect the craft. Crucial. You can never accept where you're at. You're always looking to move ahead and improve things. Tip of the spear, if liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. You know that is our plan on this show every single episode. We want to uh, help unite the country. Our plan is to educate you with the real facts, the real truth. We bring you the receipts. We bring you the right guests. And through that education, we hope that we can unify the country because, as you know, it's a uniparty in D.C., and I don't like anything they're doing there. I don't know how many honest men and women are left, but it's not very many. Uh, hopefully, you guys take our content, you share it, you like it, you give us a thumbs up, you comment. If there's some guests you'd like to see us get us on, please ask us. Please give us suggestions. We're always open-minded because without our without our listeners and our subscribers, it would be just George and I talking to each other. And we were doing that way before we had a show. So honest to God, if you want us to not have to do that, supporting the show is the most important thing. If you're not already subscribing on Rumble, please do. If you're not subscribing on Locals, please do. We're streaming right now to 10 different platforms, soon to be 11. Looks like we're going to be on another platform. We worked out a deal today. As you know, you can now find us on all audio casts. We're on 40 plus audio casts, uh, obviously domestically and internationally now. So we're available on all those. On our video cast is also available on some international platforms. <clears throat> We're also working directly with the NFSC. You're going to see more interaction with them. That's the national federal state of China, the anti-CCP. If you know these guys, you know they're good people. We're going to be doing more and more. George is going to be on, I believe, an episode with them on Saturday, George. Is that right? Saturday? This Saturday? Yeah, I think you're on this Saturday. You better get a hold of Roy. No, you look surprised. Not happening. You look surprised. <laughs> you better call him, no, and you better schedule no, with him. No, well, listen, they got to call me if they want me <laughs> on, and I can't do this week Saturday. I got to work all day and night. Gotcha. Working with the family as he always does. So I want to thank our sponsors, seaofmud.com, patriotic apparel for the whole family. As you guys know, they have lots of different stuff. If you're getting scanned by that Stanley Cup BS, this is the non-Stanley Cup, the non-woke Stanley Cup. Of course, not made in China, made here in the U.S. They sell beanies, hats, patriotic apparel, also home of the Big Mig swag. If you want a shirt or anything else, you want to go over there. And of course, Beard Vet Coffee, we appreciate their support. It's an America first company. You want to go to beardvet.com, 12 ounce bag for $12.99. One of the best deals out there for coffee. And these guys have figured out the roasting to perfection. I'm guzzling some right now. This is probably number nine or 10 for the day. As everybody knows on this show, I am a caffeine addict, my only real addiction, uh, besides exposing the truth. Lance, uh, before we go any further, I have to interrupt yes, you. Yes, sir. We have, a new, we have a new gentleman who's wearing our shirt, and he, wanted, and he sent a picture. No, really. That's no, really. nice when they send a picture. Okay, I, go I ahead. Mean, you can't You've ask been asking for, for the this. pictures. I just hadn't seen any yet. I know we've sold a lot of shirts. Take a look. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate Donald Trump wearing one of our shirts. That's great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's always nice when he buys something from us. I know George was thinking about buying some of his sneakers. I think they're out of the gold ones, though. They sold out immediately. I'm not sure that sneakers are what this country needs. I didn't really like the NFT cards. I kind of like the sneakers. I thought it was an original idea. But the way he's hemorrhaging money in his legal bills, you know, the weaponization. So, look, we've got a, we've got a great guest tonight. You know, if you guys haven't been paying attention to the Big MIG, we are trying to bring people in from both sides of the aisle. We're trying to bring people that are in the middle of the aisle. We know that everybody that we bring on is somebody that's trying to expose the truth and that their intent is to fix what's going on in D.C. one way or another. Everybody has a different system. Tonight joining us is Christina Tobin. 
George, you want to throw up the thumbnail real quick? Sure. Uh, no Christina, I got your picture late, so I'd already stolen one of your pictures off the internet. It was you on a microphone. I hope you don't mind. I didn't use the one that was supplied. We don't we steal one. early. She, she seems okay with it, but you know, you never know. Sometimes people aren't okay. They don't like their pictures that are out on the internet. You get some bad shots. I've got a couple of really bad ones, even from my early acting days. There's some some floating around that are horrendous. Um, anyway, Christine is an advocate for open and transparent elections, which thank God for that, because that's what we all want. In 2008, she founded the Free and Equal Elections Foundation to reform the electoral system throughout uh, the U.S. and to give a voice to all qualified candidates. 2014, Christina founded the United We Stand Festival, a movement that encouraged local civic participation and inspires people to run for office. She is also the owner of Free and uh, Equal Inc. and has assisted in getting Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and other third-party candidates on ballots across the U.S. She stands out as the only active expert in the petitioning industry with a winning record for sec securing ballot access for uh, an independent presidential candidate, which I I have to point out to you guys before she comes in, that is not easy to do nowadays. This primarying and this ballot system that's in place currently really restricts the people's access to qualified candidates. Because if you're not a Democrat with a bunch of money with you, behind you, or if you're not a Republican at the end of the day that's got the system behind them, just like what they did to RFK Jr., which you know none of us like that. I don't like it. I think it's unrealistic and unreasonable what the Democrats did to him, including withholding Secret Service security for him. Uh, but it's, it's intentional, right? You guys have to realize that this, this is a game they're playing. They are manipulating us, and they are manipulating our elections and installing candidates. What I like about what Christine is doing after I did the research, and I have to be honest, prior to doing the research the last couple of days, I was unaware of what she was, what, what she was actually was, what her motivation was. So I spent a bunch of time watching some clips and watching other things I could find. And it's really amazing that she's taken this upon herself. And this is no easy task. I'm going to, you guys, we'll give you all her media contact. Obviously, you can find freeandequal.org, freeandequal.org. You can find her, and I think it's a pack, but I'll let her do that. George, just go ahead and bring her in. There's no reason to make her wait any longer and listen to me. Oh, thank God. Welcome to the Big Mix Show, Christina Tobin. <laughs> he had to take Christina. Did you feel like George had to take that cheap shot before I brought you in? Uh, I think he's living up to the motto on his t-shirt there. Yeah, so. you know, I, I think so too. Uh, my he's, new favorite right his now. His studio is in New Jersey. I'm originally from Fordham Road in the Bronx, in New York, of course. So chopping and sarcasm and humor are kind of a second language for us. You're going to find a lot of that. Sarcasm. Feel free to drop any uh, any chops you want to throw in there. Don't feel like you can't. It's a pretty comfortable show. We don't want you to hold back because at the end of the day, what we want you to do is open up uh, the minds, uh, you know, and the heart of our listeners and subscribers to, to give them every version of the world. That's our plan. I, I believe there's evil and, and, and uh, you know, corruption on both sides of the aisle at this point. I don't trust either party at this point. You know, uh, I'm selective. At the end of the day, we haven't been given a lot of options because they keep ramrodding candidates now on our throat. It seems like your goal is to amplify the message of candidates. Uh, go from there and tell me, tell me about you and how you got started down this road. Yes, this one big grand illusion, one of my favorite books by Teresa Motto, Myth of Voter Choice and Party Tyranny. And uh, what we have here is, is exactly that. And But we, what we're going to have in the future is a movement, an independent movement rise uh, that is going to help elect and give candidates a free and equal chance of winning. So I've been the electoral reform expert. I've become one over 25 years at 17 years of age. I saw my father when he ran as a third-party candidate for governor in Illinois, Jim Tobin, wrongfully knocked off the ballot. And I learned at 17, why does it take 25,000 signatures for a third party to get on the ballot while only 5,000 for Ds and Rs? And for mm -hmm. a decade to date, have coordinated millions of signatures to get counts about. It's not an easy task. And so I've led by example, building more leaders. A true leader creates more leaders, not followers. And that's part of the creation of free and equal elections in 2008, which I could explain in greater detail as to how we're going to replace Democrats and Republicans alike with accountable individuals. So that's what I Yeah, accountability is a, uh, a, 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 a an interesting choice of vocabulary because that's what we believe in is accountability. 
And at the end of the day, it's always difficult. You want accountability and you want consequences for a lack of accountability or uh, a violation of what our expectations are. And a lot of times we look at it and we look at the weaponization of the DOJ and the weaponization of the FBI and other agencies that seem to be operating expansively beyond the scope of their charter. Uh, and the stories just don't stop. I mean, we just heard from IRS agents that they're using AI to spy on individual bank accounts. That just came out in the news today. So the, the IRS, which, by the way, is a private institution, if you really get down to the history of it, but the IRS is now spying on Americans' bank accounts using AI, which would normally require a warrant. So it's a violation, again, of a constitutional right that you have the right to privacy, of course. Uh, and they don't see, seem to think that, 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 that it's not that it's okay to do that. So when you talk about accountability, and that's the tough one, right? Because when we talk to candidates and we want to know if they're, because all of us, and I think on both sides of the aisle, there are many people. And when I look at, just let me make it clear, when we look at political parties, I think about it as a 10-point scale. There's a very far-right extremist group that I don't have any interest in, you know, communicating with that you might call them far-right neo-Nazi or, or racists or whatever that direction is, white, true white supremacists, not the middle road. And then we've got the far-left liberal that believes that we're required to do everything in their manual to make them happy, whether that's allowing uh, LGBTQT narratives into school systems or, uh, you know, drag queen story hours or things like that that I don't approve of. And then there's the eight points in the middle. That's the market that I'm interested in, the eight points in the middle. My, you know, my question is, how do you know that the candidates you're representing, how do you know that for sure that they're going to be accountable, that they're going to be the kind of people that aren't going to get jaded by the book deals the dark money, the foreign money, the super PAC money, the, the, the dirty lobbying, you know, the military industrial complex, you know, big pharma. Do you, do you weed them through? Do you actually filter some of the people that you're assisting with their, uh, you know, their fight? Well, you brought up the, the dirty, really, the, the Department of Justice, their appointment mm -hmm. system, right? So that's yeah. law, they're biased. So, yes, there's corruption there. <laughs> And you talked about AI, and I mean, we can go to the IRS, Biden administration, when we had that big pushback on cryptocurrency and taxation, mm -hmm. saw a lot of billionaires go to Puerto Rico and, and around the world, uh, outside of the United States. But I mean, the IRS is the, it just has, uh, is used for things that lack of integrity. There's a lot of room for improvement there. And like you mentioned with the AI as well, AI is not going anywhere. Uh, I do foresee mm -hmm. that with good money and good intent behind technology, great things can be used for it. And the intention with the IRS and AI is not pure, it's not good. Uh, so with free and equal elections, uh, we have been hosting presidential debates for 15 years and the people use blockchain voting. We vote in our top seven candidates for was our second presidential debate this year in 2024 of a presidential debate series. It'll be February 29th at the Chelsea Television Studios. I bring this up because uh, we will be using and implementing AI into this blockchain technology where we'll be listing every single candidate in office and running for office, of course, providing the tools to run for office, how to get on the ballot, the educational tools of, to learn about gerrymandering, the flaws of the electoral system, why should we have alternative voting methods, the voting machines, uh, mail-in ballots, uh, ballot access, and and so on. And so uh, AI can and will, be, it's not going anywhere, it can and will be used for great things. And imagine a, an app, really an all-purpose, an app that will transform our elections and bring about technology, you know, the blockchain. Having AI be able to really guide people to see which candidates are abiding by their words and which ones have broken their promise. They break a promise, then we vote them out and we replace them with an accountable individual. So I see a lot of good in the future. Every problem derives whatever we speak of on this laptop, military industrial complex, but, uh, through this interview that it's pharmaceutical industry and so on, derives from having the wrong people in office that are puppets and beholden to the powers that be. So we're here to change that at Free and Equal Elections. You know, it's interesting. We we just had a really interesting guest on. He was on Tucker recently. I think his interview is at 32 million, view, 32 million views. It was Mike Benz, a guy that really understands the corruption from within. We've also had Michael Ray Corey on. He wrote a thing called the Erickson Report. Both of those uh, individuals would indicate the, compl the complexities of our internet world and, in fact, that there is no safe bastion of free speech, that they're all in one way or another being corrupted, uh, you know, uh, spied on, 
uh, whether or not it's our agencies sending in information and saying, oh, we've got to ban Christina Tobin because she's trying to disrupt the, our normal standard uh, uh, cheating election system through her process. Blockchain is definitely an interesting technology, and I could see the benefit, obviously, because you could end-to-end -end determine whether or not your vote, and you could track it all the way through the process and see if it was really counted. But it's it's so complicated, right? We have all these machines. We have Smartmatic, Skydal, Dominion, Runbeck. We have so many hands in the pie that appear at least at face value and the information that's come out. There's a lot of corruption within our election system. Most people say that a machine won't give you an honest, free and fair election. You can't have machines. So you've got to have paper ballots. You've got to have hand counting. And I don't disagree with you that a watermarked and or blockchain marked uh, you know, a ballot would be beneficial. But how do you get to that point? Because right now, we, you and I could probably have this discussion and agree on this. Voter ID, it's used in many countries. It's a necessity. What they've done with our border is they're trying to create a voter base, and this is proven by some documents that have been floating around that we got our hands on. They're trying to create this 25 million ghost voter base that they can twist those votes anyway. And that's what happened in our previous election. We know the corruption was there. You got the case in Georgia where you had, uh, what's that doctor's name, George? The doctor that used the ballpoint pen Professor to hack Hal the machine. Halberman or Hal Halderman or something like that? Yeah. So he, he actually hacked one of the voting machines in a federal court in Georgia. This had nothing to do with the elections. This was a case that started seven years ago. And he also used a thing called a... Not a hack money, is that right, George? It's a something bunny. Anyway, it's an item you can buy on eBay for $100 or Amazon for $100, and you can basically upload code nefariously to a system. My concern is even with blockchain, how do we solve where we're at right now? Because the Democrats don't want to change the system because it's working for them. They can install anybody they want. The Republicans are doing their normal thing where they just sit around stomping their feet and going, oh my gosh, did you see what just happened? We're gonna get to the bottom of this. Let's hold another committee. I mean, that's what they do, right? It's a lot of talk with really no action. How do we get to the point that a candidate, let's say your candidate is the top pick. He's the chosen one. He's the person that everybody wants. How do we get past the corruption of where we're at right now, even with blockchain? I mean, the Republicans, how they've rigged the system. They've left independents out in the cold. They're yeah. out in the cold and so on. How do we get there? It's going to be a move. Two, three percent of the people, the population coming together. The presidential debate series, it's my nonprofit. It's not a PAC, by the way. It's a 501c3 nonprofit. Yeah. Equal elections. I created 15 years ago after serving and working as the national ballot access coordinator for independent Ralph Nader, successfully mm -hmm. getting them on the ballot 45 states plus DC. Independents have to get 938,000 signatures, by the way, to get on the ballot. Wow. Five or 50,000. It's another topic. Uh, so basically, uh, we have to have through the presidential debate series we're hosting, you can go to freeandequal.org, and you can see our second debate will be, again, going back to the Chelsea Television Studios, the home of Jon Stewart, Daily Show, our production levels beyond CNN, and so on. And this series of up to six debates this year, 330,000 people voted in the top seven candidates for that debate, uh, which Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is invited. Dr. Jill Stein, Cornell West, and you go to freeandequal.org for the other candidates of various parties, libertarians, greens, independents, and so on, to be at this debate. This presidential debate series is going to be breaking out into a United We Stand tour in 2025 and 2026. Free and Equal Elections, my nonprofit, Free and Equal, has been hosting the United We Stand Festival for eight years now. If we're ever going to bring about evolutionary changes, two things need to be involved the youth and music. And so we will be having conscious artists and thought leaders, organizations, a coalition is building around the presidential debate series. Uh, Lance working with beautiful, wonderful, honest, independent media like yourself and so many more that I'm interviewing with. Uh, it's intentional, it's this movements to catch on essentially overnight uh, to really you know, hit the masses. The, the commission on presidential debates has its crumbling I would say I'm very confident there's going to be no debate between Biden and Trump at all. This is the only <laughs> presidential debate uh, happening. And my petitioning company, I have two companies, Phoenix Elections, a nonprofit. I also have a petitioning company for 20-something years, was recently hired by Robert F. Kennedy's super PAC, the American Values. So yeah. 
working with him or the path that is to get him, Robert F. Kennedy, on the ballot. So I really stand as a, a leader and building more leaders uh, around me. And I wouldn't be where I am without the team, the free and equal team, the petitioning team, and uh, here to truly spark an independent movement. And Every problem we have goes back to what I said before, stems from having the wrong people in office. They know that gerrymandering is a problem. They know the mail-in ballots are a problem. The electoral college, that we have singular vote, which is why we have wasted vote. We could have ranked choice voting or star voting or approval voting or score voting, and we wouldn't have the, rank, the wasted vote problem anymore. They are intentionally implementing these flaws. Why? So they keep getting reelected over and over again. And so we're going to invite people that are running for office on the United We Stand Tour to have a free and equal chance of winning beyond money, celebrities, education, endorsements to truly provide them the tools and the support to truly have a free and equal election, of a free and equal chance that is of uh, replacing Democrats and Republicans alike with accountable indiv individuals. Lance, I want to bring something up. So we're talking about all these... Um cases and everything. So pretty much our DOJ system is just corrupt across the whole country from the county level, state level, all the way up to the federal level. Cause we, we see it firsthand. You can see how they're, they're going after political opponents, even with election cases. Cause you also have in Georgia, there's uh, judge Robert McBurney. He's been sitting on a case for over eight months now. Won't even bring it to here and bring it to his court because it's about the election, about the fake ballots, the overvoting, the um, dead voters, Democrats. Demo, Democrats. Yeah, we call it's them a word I coined. It's on uh, so, Urban Dictionary. You know, <laughs> we. I look at it, I don't care who the opponent is, as long as if they're voted in by the people, free and fair, I'm good with it. That's what the people want. That's what they want. But it has to be fair for everybody. I don't know where the, where the other candidates stand. But I do want to ask you a question on your website because I think it's, I'm going to bring it up. Hold on. Let me bring it up, Lance. I'm going to scroll down. What is the unicorn party? <laughs> Independent. I mean, she considers herself green, she's told us. Uh, uh, so, I mean, the people voted her in. That is how, how truly all-inclusive we are at free and equal elections. Over 1,500 people are running for president this cycle. That's, that's inspiring. That's uplifting. That's beautiful. We haven't heard about that. And they all had a chance to be voted in this blockchain app. And Jasmine Sherman pushed it on social media and she made it to the top seven. So, uh, the unicorn. It's crazy. It the is. Unicorn and, party. Uh, that's, I don't know. Socialist uh, party. Spicy fun debate, for sure. You can tell Claudia Dela Cruz from me that she can go kick rocks. Socialist party. I'm sorry, but no, it's not going to work. <laughs> I'm just no. I, I mean, we all we all have to take our position time, politically. The number one thing on this show, Christina, is we believe in one A. We believe in free speech, and we want to support people whether we agree with them or not, because we think that the the real directive out of D.C. is 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 controlling the narrative, right? And it's controlling our elections. So if the unicorn party is something that people want, if that's the majority of the U.S. and they want the unicorn party, I'm supportive of it. I'm tired of the cheating. I'm tired of the lack of accountability. I want to see dire consequences because at the end of the day, if you committed uh, one one hundredth of what the crimes are on the Hunter Biden laptop, if you participated in the things on the Wiener laptop, if you had actually been involved in the dirty 51 Russian collusion hoax, the dirty 51 plus eight, um, we would all be obviously indicted very rapidly because we don't have that umbrella of, of uh, safety that's provided by the political parties. <clears throat> so... Obviously, uh, you know, you've obviously, this is, this is a key thing. So you, you call, create a lasting impression on the next election in American political communications. You know, what's so important, in my opinion, is we've got, you have to, we have to get a win this time. We have to have somebody in there that's going to do the job. You know, and I don't, you know, I, I, let, me, let me preface this. I, at this point, I'm still a Trump fan, but not necessarily because I think he's the best choice that's ever lived, because, because both parties don't like him. And I often think that the enemy of my enemy is my friend. At the end of the day, because I know both parties don't want him in there, I, but I don't know. He didn't do much on accountability the first round. I thought he was going to go after Hillary Clinton and other people that I thought had violated the law. I didn't see that from him. I don't know if it was bad advice or otherwise. Um, let me ask you when you when you when you did this you, you obviously you're going to have this is coming up on the 29th of february correct correct 
Correct. Do you, do you, is it ever, and again, they weren't voted for it. I don't, you, I guess they were in the polls. Do you ever try to invite people like Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or, or uh, Joe Biden? Not that I think Biden would ever show up. I don't know that you'd want Nikki Haley there, but my point is, do you invite those people ever? Or is it only with who gets voted to be there? It's who is voted and they had a chance. They were in the blockchain app and their campaigns did not push to promote the app and the candidates that are in the top seven did and mm. were promoted in organically. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is top seven. Uh, if his campaign had promoted it, he might be number one. Uh, so that says something uh, of over 1,500 candidates. And uh, so that that is truly how open and transparent uh, blockchain voting. Uh, I got you. It, it is. So, how many people voted? How many people voted again? What was the number of 30,000 votes casted gotcha. uh, the ranked choice voting? So it could have been more like 40, 50,000. And they voted, you know, three, four, five, six times somewhere in there in that amount. Um, was free and fair operating in 2016? I don't know the history on it. So sorry about that. In 2008, uh, after working yeah. at the ballot access coordinator for independent Ralph Nader, I was mm -hmm. asked to put on the media and help put on an event called open the presidential debates rally. Mm -hmm. And so there were speakers. Jesse the Body Ventura spoke there. Ooh, wow, that's a, that's a blast from the past. He's but yeah, he's exposed. Yeah. He has exposed some ugly truth. How is he now? Is he still around? Yeah, he recently did an event uh, supporting, and he's been very vocal uh, again on social media, supporting all parties, third parties, independent. Yeah. It came out about the ballot access in one of the states with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So. Mm. He's a good man. He's been a big supporter of free and equal, and he supported opening the presidential debates in mm. 2008. And that sparked the creation of free and equal elections, uh, which is Article 1, Section 3 of the Illinois Constitution. All elections shall be free and equal. And we hosted our first nationally televised presidential debate in 2008. Chris Hedges moderated, Polar Surprise winning journalist. And then in 2012, broadcast legend Larry King and I co-moderated free and equals presidential debate together, reaching tens of millions, top 10 trending on Twitter at that time. X. That's great. Yeah, so it's been a long journey. We use a format that engages conversation, amicability, respect, focus on solution. And we'll be hitting a lot of hard-hitting questions. I, I really, it, it really caught my ear with the, the wrongful censorship of what we see happening to Julian Assange right now. Oh, yeah. Feel and the indictment, and it's oh, very, yeah. very upsetting. It does not come as a surprise, I feel. I can speak for myself. Uh, when 9-11 happened and the, na the National Defense Authorization Act and the Patriot Act came about, it was very clear to me that there was going to be full-on censorship with social media. So I strategically built free and equal elections from the ground up, focusing on actual events from presidential debates for 15 years now to electoral reform, reform symposiums to the United We Stand Festival and so on. So, uh, but in any case, I, yeah. We call it the we call it the uh, censorship industrial complex because it's gotten so sophisticated, and it's it's incredible the uh, the the skill and the access they've been given to really hide things from the American public to 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 really take narratives and lie about them and not tell the truth. Obviously, they're becoming really skilled at suppressing the truth. Doesn't matter whether it was about COVID or whether it was about elections or whether it was about uh, information or evidence. Or related to J6 or otherwise. It, it's, it's incredible when you start looking at what's happened to our justice system. And I call it the injustice system at this point because it's not only the weaponization, it's things like Brady material, exculpatory material, violations of Sixth Amendment rights and violations of so many rights within the Constitution and within our Bill of Rights. It's incredible when you look at what they're doing, right? You just heard the IRS spying on people's bank accounts. We know that, that J6 has been outed. Uh, Derek Myers is talking about that. George is giving me the trigger. I'm going to hold my thoughts till we come back. Big MIG uh, Mafia and our subscribers and listeners. Do not go anywhere. We're going to come right back to Christina. We've got lots of more great information we're going to cover. Do not leave. You heard the man. Do not leave. Don't go nowhere.
gear up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound, brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee, make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now. Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. Here we are, host Lance Miliacho and George Ballantine, and our special guest, Christina Tobin. Trying to bring about free and fair elections. She's working hard. We got to support that because we know we all want free and fair elections. Best candidates should win. Not what the lobbyists want or the um, rhino party. Even the corrupt Democrats. Because they're all corrupt in our... They're uniparty. They're all corrupt. We hate it's them all. Bad. We just want free and fair elections. Can, why can't we just get that? I don't understand. I grew up around the mob in New York, and I think the mob have a higher level, a level of morality and integrity as compared to what is occupying the 535 executive positions in D.C. I have to be honest. I believe that they, are more, they have more morality than what we're seeing. These people lack integrity, and they're very self-serving. At the end of the day, they only jump on causes that they believe will benefit the optics and uh, most of the time, they ineffectively, uh, you know, uh, make choices in D.C. that aren't good for the country. 
you know? So it's interesting. So the debate, I, I want to talk about this poll you held, because it looks like Biden and Trump did not do very well out of the 360,000 people you polled. Now, I have to ask you this. The people that you polled, do you feel like it was a, a broad spectrum on, you know, left and right and middle ground? Did, was it really a neutral poll that people that obviously were accessed? Or do you think it would, do you think it was more left leaning, right leaning, middle of the road? What do you think? I mean, speaking to the corruption of the people in office, uh, as mentioned, uh, Feinstein passing away over 90 million in the war chest. Uh, Politicians that have the multis of millions oh, yeah. are not serving the people. This will one day be illegal and not okay. They just happen to appoint the people, the judicial system that allows these things to be legal. But it is important, and we are going to really invite people that um, serve the, the the country and the people and not big money and see that it's a duty to run for office. I ran for statewide office when I was 27 years of age for Secretary of State of California. And my role is to help inspire many, many more to run. So um, regarding the blockchain app, I am independent as they come. That's why I moderate like Larry King and, and having yeah. co-moderate. I like Larry King. I like him. Larry King co-moderated free and equals yeah. presidential debate reaching tens of millions mentioned top 10 trending on Twitter. And uh, that is where I stand. I am here to listen to our slogans, more voices and more choices. Mm -hmm. And what we ask, a big ask, is nonviolent action uh, on our, our state, our, our platform. The words of Martin Luther King and leaders and, and mentors that have helped guide me. So we <laughs> welcome from socialists to libertarians to down the middle. Uh, the pendulum swings from the left to the right. And mm -hmm. myself, Christina Tobin, I'm caught somewhere in the middle. That's got gotcha. you. Um, you know, so let me ask you, who's going to be moderating this time? It's not Larry King. Can you give that away or is that is that still under the DL? Is that on the DL level still? Getting a moderator has been a little more challenging. Uh, we almost got Oliver Stone, but he asked, is Kennedy going to be there? No. We reached out to Tucker Carlson. He's not available. We reached out to Patrick Beck David, but it's like, if Kennedy's there, Patrick Beck David will do it. And Kennedy, uh, I, I hope that he can be at this debate February 29th. He said he has something scheduled. I offered to change the time of the debate. That didn't matter. Um, I really hope you can make it. It's so important. We're being live streamed on Rumble, 180 million viewers. That's right leaning. Um, we did a Democratic debate about a month ago. Rumble live streamed a Democratic debate. They want to really reach across the spectrum. Pacifica Radio is live streaming it. The New York uh, New Yorker. And what is this? A Saturday? What day is this? Next Thursday, the 29th. Last Thursday. We, we yeah. we're open that day. We can moderate for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. Talk about it. Um, yeah. I don't know that I'm qualified. That's a tough stage, and I don't know the crowd well enough. Let, I, me, let me tell you something. I'm pretty. I'm pretty quick on my feet, though. Although I might be a little too smart, alecky to be on stage. I'm. But if Larry King could pull it off, I might be able to, because he could definitely bring the fire when he wanted to. King, there's no yeah. doubt. Um, it, but, but George, I have another idea. What do you think about? Well, do I we have am any a moderator, by the way. I am moderating the debate February 29th. I've been doing that for 15 years. And Jason Palmer has stepped in as a venture capitalist. Uh, mm -hmm. He ran as is running as a Democrat for president. Mm -hmm. uh, putting that hat aside, he's stepping in as a co-moderator. He funded this debate, uh, most of it, and made it a reality. So we've had different parties, different in individuals, organizations, simply that support opening the debates. And we have one more moderator slot available. We've, we've reached out to Jon Stewart since we're doing it at the home of the Daily Show, Daily Show Chelsea Television Studios. I'd love to have Matt Taibbi. Definitely want to have a pre-recorded video, uh, if not mm -hmm. live, Edward Snowden addressing pardoning Assange and Snowden and taking this to the mainstream masses. So it's going to be media like yourself, having been on Redacted yesterday, um, mm -hmm. asking Clayton if you can reach out to Tucker uh, to reconsider. Uh, once we get a renowned moderator, I'm confident Kennedy and Cornell West will be there. It will go mainstream and we can take this to the masses for targeting questions on Israel as well as pardoning Assange, Snowden, Leonard, Ross Ulbricht, and many more. Yeah, I think that obviously that's that's a great opportunity. George, I was going to tell you, I don't think we have a guest on Thursday. Would you want to try to coordinate? We could offer our platform on all 10 channels to stream this debate if she wanted to. So sure. I don't know, George. Of course. If that if you feel good about that, then maybe George can give you a hand. We use uh, Restream, so it would be really easy, RTMP, or you could redirect to our Restream. We could open up all 10 channels. That would put you on all of our social media that we do stream to, Getter, 
true, I mean, a Getter, X, Cloud Hub, uh, YouTube, Telegram, and uh, Rumble. So if you wanted to do that, you can coordinate that with George, and Christina, if that has any interest. Because obviously then, we want to, yeah. You got to add, then, then afterwards I will edit it and it'll be translated into 20 languages and put out. Yeah, right. 20 languages on uh, YouTube and 20 languages mm -hmm. on Rumble. So we do closed caption on all those. So if you want, if that had any interest to you, we'd, be, we'd volunteer to do that. We're trying to get everybody, uh, you know, the opportunity to get the, their choice versus having it, uh, th you know, crammed down their throats or installed like a dirty toilet. I'm tired of what they've been doing in D.C. So I'm open-minded. And I want, to be honest with you, I just want the people to make the choice they want to make. And I don't want people to uh, take that away from the people. I don't want D.C. to operate, uh, you know, in the way they have been operating. I don't think it's acceptable. So, again, we're open-minded. I just want the best candidate in there. I want somebody that puts America first, that's a constitutionalist, that believes in our founding doctrine documents. And, you know, honestly, Christina, one of the things I'm most tired of, I'm tired of us being the police state for the entire world. I'm tired of us using our resources when we've got homelessness on the streets here. We have our own veterans that are I'm having problems. Yeah. But you and, get 10, and here 000, we are. But you get 10,000 in New York City. I, yeah, in New York City now, they're going to give a preloaded debit card that I heard to the tune of it could be a billion dollar or more operation. They're going to give illegal immigrants. And it's not that I don't believe in legal immigration, but I don't believe that the people here that legally migrated to this country, including my own family, you know, early on, they came through Ellis Island. I think it's a disservice to them that they fought to get over here. It's a long, arduous process when people come here and they have to go through the paperwork and they have to apply. I want the educated to come here. I want the people, I want medical experts. I want people that are experts in science and technology. I don't want the other countries to empty out their prisons and, 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 and bring the people to the border and just dump them into our country like what's going on right now. They just caught 10 IEDs on the border, fentanyl's out of control. What do you mean, uh, the, Lance? The, the, you don't want yeah. you don't want Chinese age military males coming over like they yeah, are right yeah, now. Being, being kept at safe houses all across the U.S. Yeah. and they're part of the CCP. It's an operation that the NFC is. We get a lot of inside information on what the CCP is up to, mm -hmm. and it's not good. And I want I want whatever presidential candidate in there that is definitively ready to drop the hammer because the thing that you mentioned earlier, without saying the name, it's sovereign immunity, right? Our 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 executive branch, our agents of the government. Our judicial system hides behind sovereign immunity, and they create ex post facto laws when they need to, just like they did with Trump with that ridiculous, you know, rape case in Washington, you know, in, in, in New York that was beyond the scope. If the statute of limitations was out, she seems crazy as a loon. I'm not going to get into it. I don't want to end up with a slander or libel case. The point is, it seems ridiculous, right? Do, do you, are, during obviously because you're moderating, are you going to be bringing the hard questions? Are you ready oh, to attack the border issues, attack the unconstitutional behavior of D.C.? Are you ready to draw? Because that's one thing I can't stand about the moderation so far, that I hate when it comes to moderation at elections. I mean, obviously, presidential debates. It's sugar-coated. It's garbage. The, the problem is... I'm sorry, what? I welcome you to send you questions and suggestions. Those are, those are near and dear to my heart, what your immigration and Israel and censorship and... I have a whole list on my phone of like 15 topics. We'll do as many as we can. Eventually, the blockchain app will let all the candidates, if we don't have certain questions answered in detail at our debate, two-minute answers, responses, they can go longer, five, ten minutes, and plug into the app over time. That's uh, smart. Definitely hitting those and progressing you know, Washington, D.C. Uh, I am with you entirely. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm curious. It's like the, the one who's the Socialist Party and the Unicorn Party. I'm curious. I'm going to watch because I'm dying to see what they're going to say when you bring these questions up. And if all these candidates, if you do bring up the questions about the illegal immigrants, especially like getting $10,000 for each one in New York City, what do they say? If they say no, they don't, they don't want everybody to come over the border like that. Are they willing to sign a piece of paper stating that this way live up to their, what they're saying right now about that? Because, you know, a contract all, with the all, American all, people, all politicians will they'll tell you what you want to hear. Until you, know? you get them in office. Yeah. And then all of a sudden 
they forget all the promises, right? They forget all the commitments. So I'm happy to hear that because that is one awful thing. I was in a spaces uh, and Elon Musk was in there with May Musk, his mom and some other people. She came in because there was an individual was there that sounds just like Elon Musk. But my point was everybody that talked to Elon Musk didn't bring the hard questions. There's a lot of censorship going on on X that isn't isn't acceptable. It's only it's, it's the majority of the censorship is on the conservative side to what I would call the middle nonpartisan group. It seems like when those people put the challenging questions or the challenging information, it gets no optics. But if you want to talk about transgenderism and you want to talk about, uh, uh, you know, a costume malfunction by Cardi B or by Taylor Swift, you'll get five million impressions. If you bring up a story about Obama weaponizing our intelligence community against, uh, you know, citizens of the United States illegally, I might add, that won't get any traction. And I think that he's unaware that there's still foxes in the hen house. But what I was going to say about that conversation, spaces are often like a debate. They're not all successful because of what happens. Have you been in any Twitter spaces or X spaces? Oh, yes. Interesting, right? Sometimes you'll get the hard answers and hard questions depending on the moderators and the co-hosts and the hosts. Otherwise, it'll just get sugar-coated and people will be joking around in there and there'll be some serious questions because you get access to somebody like a Mark Cuban or, or uh, you know, uh, uh, an Elon Musk or somebody else. And you might, that's a really unusual thing that a, a person like ourselves can get immediate access to Elon Musk. It's hard enough to get the mic. But then they never, they all, they all want to, they want to fawn. And I don't think is what our country re needs right now is fawning, and that's my concern about debates at this point. The fawning and the, and the you know, oh, gosh, it's incredible what you did. I don't want to hear about that. I want to know what you're going to do to fix the freaking country, fix our economy, and what you're going to do to clear out the criminality in all those alphabet agencies. And listen, if Melee can balance our budget in literally, uh, not our budget, Melee balanced his budget in two months, by going down the list and saying, we don't need the CDC, we don't need the WHO, we don't need the UN, we don't need this, we don't need this agency. He literally went down the list. And that's what it requires. Because let's, let's face it, $34 trillion? Are you kidding me? Uh, and, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. Do a lot of the candidates you have on that stage, do they have any business background where they understand budgeting and economics? Because it seems like so far, other than Trump, and he didn't do very well, uh, nobody in our D.C. seems to understand a balanced budget. Oh, you really don't think they understand a balanced budget? Oh, they do. A balanced they do. budget wouldn't favor their pocketbooks like Pelosi having over $90 million. So um, they're, yeah. they're very balanced in their mindset of knowing what they're doing. Yeah. And uh, creating this grand illusion that they're oblivious to it. And you talk about the drug industry, right? The oh, hospital. yeah. I mean, why are a lot of immigrations coming here? A lot of different reasons. But Portugal did it right. This is my personal opinion. Free and equal side and decriminalize drugs. And uh, so, you mm -hmm. know, we, we have solutions that can minimize and make immigration uh, less of an issue. They make it too strict for people who want to be law abiding, right, to be immigrants. Yeah in abiding so we, we make that more reasonable for those who want to and when you decriminalize drugs it's just it's just going to become but it feeds into as we know the prison system which has become a sure the commissary companies that are owned by members of our executive branch, they're making money off the system. You look at the privatized prison system, it's an expansion, right? At the end of the day, the incarceration levels for minor sentences are excessive on a federal charge. Minor drug possession is a 36 to 54 month sentence with 85% of the sentence that needs to be actually dedicated. The prison system needs a major overhaul. The corruption within the prison system, I can tell you, we hear it directly from J6 defendants and others, it's incredible. They're doing things that, that, are, that, are, that are a violation of the humanitarian laws, even in this country, let alone any other country. Uh, we've seen uh, them being uh, retaliatory rather than letting people serve the sentence for what's there. And then, of course, the never-ending access, a one-time felon. And I'm not talking about people that are recidivating. Recidivating, obviously, is a major problem. When you get somebody that has that kind of a mindset, then that's obviously the kind of person that should be in prison. But at the end of the day, most people's lives are ruined after receiving one felony because it's always accessible, that information. It never goes away. There is no expungement in the federal system currently. Even the acts that have been recently passed are only at the state level that you can seal a one-time nonviolent offense Offense, or you can get it expunged. The federal system offers no opportunity for that because I believe they built the system for recidivism. They want people to fail. Even the classes while you're in incarceration and other things, they're inadequate.
I understand that system. They're eavesdropping on uh, attorney-client privilege communications nonstop, securest technologies. If you go look them up, you'll find that they had a flaw in their software. These cases have been going on all over the country, but yet it hasn't uh, it hasn't caused any uh, equitable relief for the people whose rights were violated when all their legal phone calls were turned over to the uh, turned over to the DOJ and other agencies when the disks were ordered. They have a flaw in 10 for 15 percent of all cases secures. But these are ongoing things. And it always leads back to the candidates, right? They say they're going to do something. They say they're going to fix and they're going to, you know, bring in. This. I mean, that expungement law has been on the on the books. I don't know, half, you know, half a dozen or 10 times. And it never seems to make it through because they don't care. They don't really care as long as it doesn't impact them. And I think you might have been wrong about Pelosi's number. I think Pelosi's net worth is 200 and some odd million now. I think she oh. might be 212. Inside yeah, trading. So Feinstein is 90 plus million, but there's many others. I mean, even the Burisma case, we had. Uh, Thank you for that correction. No, it's okay. I, you know, sometimes I, you know, we, we go through a lot of material here, and I, I have a little bit of a photogenic memory, but it's hard because we go through such so much material. But we just had Simona Mangiani Papadopoulos on. She did a great investigative set of journalism over in Minsk, Russia, and she interviewed Andre Durchak. Andre Durchak was the first one to out the Bidens and many other families. Pelosi, uh, Romney's son, that were involved in the Burisma case and many other oil and gas contracts in Ukraine. He was the first one out it. We thought the CIA had killed him. She found him, did a great discovery on it. Uh, we had her on the show. It was a great interview, and she came up. My point is, that's what happens, right? So many of these stories, my concern, Christina, are your candidates ready? Do they have their teeth ready? Because these stories come up, and then what happens is the DOJ weaponizes. They, they issued indictments for and Andre Durchak. He's a whistleblower. Whistleblowers aren't protected in this country. We've had on, you know, Steve Friend, Kyle Serafin, Steve Gray, Sonia Labasco. She's U.S. Marshals. The other ones are all FBI. And what they've done is they've gotten rid of Steve Gray is the ultimate FBI agent. He's the guy you would want inside the FBI. And he retired early because it, it, he felt like the criminality of what his superiors were trying to make him participate in was exactly why he joined the FBI, was to stop the criminality, not participate in it. Whistleblowers like Kyle Serafin got attacked. So our whistleblower laws are worthless. Our DOJ is worthless. Our FBI is worthless. These candidates, when, they, when, they, when you get ready to do I hope you put the screws to them about this, they've got to be ready to bring their claws, and they've got to think about it as a one-term presidency, because I think that's the problem. These candidates go in there and they want two terms. Forget two terms. Go in there like a monster. Walk in the day one with 500 executive orders and start dropping the hammer. Go through those four, you know, the last bill I think was 4,000, two or 300 pages long. Who the hell is going to read a 4,000 page bill? It's the craziest thing on the planet. Nobody's going to read it. They're just going to they're going to look for their pork barrel legislation on whatever page it's there. Go, oh, good. My thing's in there. Great. Approved. And, and it, that's what got us in this trouble is all this, uh, you know, gerrymandering and all the lobbyists. That's the other thing. The lobbyists have to go. Yes, I mean, that's another flaw. Thank you. Man, get rid of these freaking. And that's the thing. Are these candidates ready to get rid of the lobbying? Because at the end of the day, if, if lobbying is going to be there, there should be a limitation. It's just like, come on, it's gotten ridiculous. You, you need serious money to win a congressional seat anymore, especially in an important state. And you need ridiculous money to even get, become president with the amount of. I mean, think about the advertising dollars. What do they have to spend now? Two billion, three. It's a, just a, it's a ridiculous. It's a joke of a number. There should be limitations on the amount of money you can spend in a campaign campaign. And I think that has to be another thing. So do you think your yeah. questions, I'm, I'm hitting you with a lot of stuff. I want you to answer though. Are, are you, man, are you ready to bring the fire? I'm wondering, Christine, are you ready? <laughs> I think she is. Yeah, it's, um, there's no other way. Uh, we're here to address, and I'm learning, I'm aware of some of the things. I'm learning so much more from experts yourself and all the people that you interview. I hope to interview many of those people myself in the future. I love learning and listening and and uh, my knowledge now to where I'm going to be five, 10 years from now is, is exciting uh, life. And But every issue you spoke about is near and dear to my heart. Uh, we oh, I are love it. going to ask the hard hitting questions. I think it was unfair for people to be uh, harsh against Tucker Carlson and you know the hard hitting questions. Putin, good on him for interviewing Putin. Uh, I'm glad he came, made it back safely to the United States. I Me think, too. Uh, doing hard-hitting questions. Uh, we know Putin is known to, uh, it's it just so, it, it's just good that he's opening up that dialogue. We're here to open up those conversations, those dialogue. And yes, I think what's happening, most if not 
the candidates that don't win for president throughout our debate series and plug into the app, they're going through a learning course to run. And I'm going to ask them all to run for Congress in 2026. We replaced mm. a couple hundred seats. Congress is key, far more important than the presidential races. Mainstream media leads us to believe otherwise. No, you're right. It's so true. And imagine uh, those individuals that are going to serve hard hitting first term, hopefully two terms. And then they're done after two terms. They don't. They don't want to continue uh, being in office over and over again because they're there. It's a duty. It's. It's not to make money, right, under the table like they pretty much all do. Uh, but I, I foresee a lot of them having technological backgrounds and implement. Blockchain voting seems to be the blockchain ledger one of the best things right now. But even better things are coming on the horizon, and uh, they're going to address the flaws of the electoral system. And it's going to take a movement. 25 years in the making, 15 years in the making with free and equal elections to build out and really give these candidates a platform uh, to be heard and to actually win targeting Congress. With technological backgrounds, imagine them actually implementing blockchain voting or even the better technology that's coming along into the system where people, it'll shift the power from the federal to the state to the local level where people can self-govern themselves. That's what I foresee happening. Full transparency. Well, that would be that would be great. You know, the term limits is another one that's near and dear to my heart. At the end of the day, uh, you know, I see so many times they get in there and then they just never go. I mean, Mitch McConnell now seems to be catatonic. I don't even know what's going on. I don't know if those are mini strokes he's having or tremors. It's ridiculous. These people shouldn't be in there. And it's, it's no different, in my opinion, in the in the the our legislative legislative. You know, these. Um, our judges in the judicial branch, this lifetime appointment thing is a bunch of crap. I don't believe in this lifetime appointment. And they've been they've been abusing the system. We're seeing them practice law from the bench, and that's not supposed to be how a ruling comes, right? They're supposed to actually determine the ruling from what's presented. And then they're limiting, uh, you know, in so many ways, they're using structural blocks to limit. And then, of course, hiding exculpatory Brady material. We're watching them get out. And that's the thing, right? If, if, if the new president, whoever it is, he's got to bring accountability. If you, if you violate the rules, it's no different than being a citizen. You know, it's supposed to be equal protection of the law, equal application of the law, the rule of law, the balance of law. It's all supposed to, you know, these are all great acronyms and catchphrases, but at the end of the day, that's how it is supposed to be applied equally. We're supposed to all have an equal playing field, and that is not what's going on. And these, the next candidate has to be really well, well aware of that. So who's your top moderator pick at the moment that hasn't responded yet so we can maybe give them a nudge on social media and be like, hey, you're going to moderate that, uh, that, uh, that uh, debate? My very top would be Joe Rogan. I got Larry King. Um, Rogan's a beast. I'm surprised yeah, he hasn't he hasn't gotten back to you. I'm true. So Rogan, John Stewart is up there too. We're doing. I'll be at his table. Like I'll be moderating behind the the desk that John Stewart uh, aired behind for the Daily Show in the same venue, in New York. So. Those are some top picks. I'm still going for Tucker Carlson. I never, never give up. Somebody says no, I'll just build to give him a reason. <laughs> because why would I be continuing doing, why I would not be where I am with free and equal elections uh, today. In fact, independent Ralph Nader once told me uh, that I was relentless. I'm relentless. I'm like, that's something. You, you know, relentless, relentless is thing. a great compliment. I think you're resilient and relentless, and I think you have great energy, which is always important in these kind of these kind of situations. Uh, well, just know that if you get in a jam, if you need us to moderate, we'll we'll, we'll throw you. our hat in the ring. If you get in a jam and you need some help, but they might not like my questions. I want to forewarn you that some of the stuff that we talk about on this show is pretty definitive, and I won't leave them any wiggle room if they try to pull that Joe Biden, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton wiggle room routine. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna nail them to the cross. So. You have to give me the rules. I try to stick to it. Yeah, and George and I are a little bit like that. Yeah, just in case you don't need us, I'll be happy to stand behind you. And if they get out of line, I'll just give them that look. And if they don't, then we'll take it. I'll take it further. You know what I mean? Keep all these people in line. We got to keep people honest nowadays. Yeah. All right. So, Christina, let's give everybody where can they find you? Let's do the shameless plug. Give us your social media. How can they support your efforts? 
and the rest of the spiel. Give it to them. Oh, thank you. Freeandequal.org. You can go there. You can submit a question. I'll definitely pull question ideas. And um, we're, we're, we'd love to li have you live stream the debate and plug um, that you do all the different uh, uh, languages. You know, we would love to plug that into our website long term um, so we can yeah. reach the world more widely. So freeandequal.org. And you can donate. We've raised over 40000 for our gift butter. It was a $30,000 goal. We raised it up to one hundred cover production for the debate the people are funding this debate and join us live stream february 29th at freeandequal.org thank you okay you coordinate with george and what's your social media on x how do they how do they follow you to keep track oh, at, of what's going on at free and equal free okay great okay that's great free and equal? you can connect with george and uh, we'll follow you over on free and equal if you haven't already done it we may have already done it uh you know and we'll keep track of what's going on get a hold of george uh, you can get us information. If you want to stay around for just a minute while we close out, we can get you the information you need. We're happy to stream that event. I think it's interesting. I'd like to see it. And then, obviously, George, there you are, doing what he does. All right, listen, I want to thank our listeners and subscribers for tuning in. Hopefully, you guys got a little different version of the world. You know, that's what we're all about. We want to educate you and unify you. Take the short-form content. Take the long-form content. Use it any way you want. We're not going to be coming after you for copyright infringement because our plan here on The Big Big Show is to expand our voice nationally and internationally we want to get the entire world woke up and unite the planet we know that these uh, polit current political candidates that are that are sitting in dc they're not good for the country and they're not good for the rest of the world it would appear so uh tip of the spear liberty means anything at all it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear george anything else you want to close out with brother um yes in 2028 i'm going to be on your platform running for president that's it i had enough <laughs> Going That's for it. it. I'm going hey, for look. it. Damn right. Why you know, not? I don't. I don't want to be president, but I want to be OIG. You got it, want, I want one of those unlimited budgets, and I want that letter from the president that says, "There's nothing you can do to this guy." And I will go into D.C. single-handedly and clean it up. I just uh -huh. need the team, the budget, and the authority, and the authorization that I can never be indicted for what I'm doing. Lance, you think, <laughs> Lance? I just want to ask. Just want to clarify real before yeah. we go. Four years from now, you think you're going to be able to do that at your age? Uh, you know, man, I, I hope to God so. You know, the new technology is coming out. I'm staying, I'm staying sharp. I'm staying frosty, brother. You might be surprised, but I'm ready to go. All right, Christina, thanks very much. Hang Thank around. You, don't go anywhere. Big McMafia, we love you guys. Hit Peace those out. thumbs up. Hit those comments. Hit those likes. We need all the support we can get. We're desperate. George. Everybody's saying George for president. Yeah, I got their votes. So we're going to do it. That's For your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you work for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com. Patriots, listen up. It's time to wake up and smell the freedom. Beard Vet Coffee is here to fuel your American spirit. This isn't just coffee. It's a battle cry in a cup, a declaration of love for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Crafted by the hands of those who've walked the walk, talked the talk, and, yeah, grown the damn beard. Vet founded, vet focused, and beard operated. This is coffee with a mission, a purpose, and a testament to the unyielding American spirit. It's a tribute to the tireless resolve that courses through the veins of our great nation. This is the taste of victory, the flavor of freedom, the coffee that stands as firm as our belief in America's destiny to lead and never to kneel. Beard Vet Coffee is more than a brand. It's a legacy steeped in the principles that make America great. It's for those who stand with pride under the stars and stripes, who uphold the values that light the torch of liberty for the world to see. 
So, are you ready to supercharge your day the American way? Beard Vet Coffee is not just a choice. It's a declaration of independence from mediocre mornings. Bold, brave, unbound. Brewed for the American patriot. Beard Vet Coffee. Make your mornings great again. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. Or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Welcome to the next generation of warfare, psychological warfare. In modern conflict, the mind is a potent weapon. Discover General Michael T. Flynn's groundbreaking guide, The Citizen's Guide to Fifth Generation Warfare. Unlock tactics, strategies, and the mindset to navigate this cognitive battlefield that we all find ourselves in. Equip yourself against manipulation and emerge unscathed. Unleash your potential. Order now.